Yo, 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 it's your boy Burying the Smarks with another episode of Burying the Smarks. Today, today is a good day because today I got two guests for the price of one. So we got a returning heel turn um, joining us because uh, it's, it's not it's not a podcast of heel turns not on it. And then we got a new <laughs> member. We got a new member joining us today. Y'all know him as WWE Neckbeard. I know him as just the Neckbeard. So Neckbeard, welcome aboard to Burying the Smarks. Guys, how's it going? All right. So everybody knows who Hill Turn is. The man really don't need an introduction. So we gonna have to focus on Nick Beard today. Nick Beard, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, from New Jersey, I've been watching wrestling uh, probably most of my life. Um, I kind of edge it off it a little bit, but I still I still watch as much as I can. Um, and I have an Instagram account. You guys know me as the WWE Neckbeard. I try to share a lot of love and. Try to give my take of, on stuff as much as I can. All right, that's dope. That's dope. So we're gonna get into it. Um, before we get into it, I ask everybody this question every time they get on: Who's your favorite wrestler of all time? Oh, damn, man. who's that? I gotta think a little bit, man. There's a lot. There's a lot. Who's the first name that came to mind when I asked you that question? Yeah, I gotta go with my boy Shawn Michaels, man. Shawn Michaels is probably the greatest of all time. There you go. See, that's your favorite. That was the first guy that came to mind. So I made that easy for you. All right. So on today's episode, we're gonna talk about the war we've been having with the Smarks Online. So as you all know, JD has been like uh, a thorn in my hip for like a minute now. I finally got his attention. I think I had it before. But now he has come full. He just he just come at me. So and then um, he'll turn. Doesn't really like him, and I don't blame him. And Neckbeard knows that we don't like him. He won't like him. So, so oh, man, this JD is probably the biggest dickhead out here, man. He don't know what the fuck he's talking about. He don't know Sometimes. what he's. T- he don't know we talking. Get- I think it's just a uh, giant emo kid, bro. Like, I, I don't know, bro. I can't. I just can't be seen the way he sees, the way he lets people see himself, like, crying like a little girl over a fucking wrestling show. Like, I, just, I don't get how he's so normal walking the streets the way he is. So, it's like, um, lately, um, everyone has been having, like, a really bad opinion about WWE's product, and I get it. Like, the misconception people have of me is that I'm like an anti, I'm like pro WWE, which is not true, but a lot of people don't understand the reasoning behind my page. It's not because I want to like be pro WWE and be, and be anti everything else. The The point of my page and other pages like Heel Turn and Negan Beers is to show fans how dumb you look when you complain online. So... It's not about trolling. It's not about like, oh my god, like you guys just suck Vince's balls all day. No, man. It's just to show you guys how stupid and retarded, and then to show you guys look when Ricochet gets beaten eight seconds in a scripted match. So especially when they have all these conspiracies about Vince. So next, bit, what's the number one conspiracy that you hate hearing about Vince McMahon? That he just likes only, like, the big, like, big sweating men, you know? He don't like giving anyone a shot, and that he don't 
he don't give anyone a chance except the top guys, which I think is absolutely not true. Yeah. You see guys, guys like Nakamura. You know, I said one person I see a lot of people say that I've been buried. Nakamura is uh, consistent on TV. He's on TV every week. You know, having, he held the Intercontinental Championship for, I don't even know how long, man. He did it, didn't, he have it, didn't he have it, lose it, and got it right back? Um, yeah, I, don't I think know. that was, uh, man, I think that was a U.S. Was he a two-time U.S. Champ? I don't know. My memory. Yeah, he's a U.S. Champ for a long time, man. But, like, people always saying that he, um, he, he meets the street superstars, man. It's, like, not true at all. Yeah, yeah. So he gives, he gives them a shot to shine, and if he don't like what he sees, then he takes them out. You know, a guy like Cesaro. Cesaro is an amazing athlete, all right? He's an incredible guy to watch. But the dude can't uh-huh. talk. He's not entertain, like, entertaining and pro and stuff. You need... Yeah, it's pretty obvious. He, he, he knows that. 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 Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think it's uh, three guys. That little, that little suplex, super kick shit on Braun. Imagine if they could do that to Braun. Imagine what they could do to like regular five Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, you got two guys who are really not good on the mic, backed up by like one of the greatest on the mic right now on the roster. <clears throat> so I think it does everybody justice, like pairing them up with yeah. Sammy. You know, Sammy's yep. got good character and good charisma on the mic. Can't fault them for putting him with Sammy. You know. <clears throat> All right, so another question is, how do you guys feel about like Vince taking the roster to Saudi Arabia and doing these shows? Like, I read everywhere where people call it blood money. I read it everywhere where people um, say that you know Vince is against the U.S. politics because of his moves uh-huh. to Saudi Arabia. I personally look at it as a way to Vince connect the gap between them and us, even if uh-huh. he uses wrestling as. A way to do it is still he's still using his his influence to connect one audience to another audience in two different sides of the world. So I don't see anything exactly. wrong with that. I mean, I don't know how you guys feel about that. We'll start with well, I'm a, I'm, turn. I'm a, yeah, I'm gonna say this. Um, people want to always be over. <clears throat> people always want to talk about how wrestling is for everyone, this, that, and the third, or whatever. And we shouldn't judge a nation because they got crooked leaders. With, with that same way that people judge the Saudi Arabia dudes, isn't that how people view America now that Trump is our president? Thank you. So it's like, you, you got to look at it. Why why shouldn't they be able to enjoy WWE? Because they do some bad things behind the scenes. Every country has their... But it's like, they act like Saudi is blood money. Well, so is American money. It was built on blood and lies. Like, Thank you. So if you want to be real about it, that's what you want to talk about. You know, you got to... And then we got all these people using these companies like Apple and, and all these other companies that do deals with Saudi Arabia as well. So it's like, are, is anyone innocent of blood money? No. But since it's something we can latch on to, to paint the idea that Vince is this evil guy that's going to destroy the world, it's very easy to say, oh, this is blood money, blood, blood, this is, you know. And it, it, it keeps their narrative of that Vince is trying to destroy wrestling. But in reality, he's only trying to expand it. 
Exactly. And now we got, last year, they had the first uh, women's match, I believe, right? And it was, what, two blonde women? Mm-hmm. Lacey and Natty. Yeah. And this year, this year, they had the first women's title match, and there was a Mexican and a black girl. So it's like, that's, that's a huge step. That's a big step. That's a, that's a, that's a historical that's step. That's two, two minorities. And on, on top of that, they're female. And they got the crowd chanting their name, both of them. Yep. Yeah, man. Both of them. Everything from Naomi's entrance to Bailey's entrance, that shit was, it was popular. Like, it was a good experience for them to see. Yeah, and yeah. And I think, I think the more, the more they do this, the more that they can get women to prove those people wrong, that they can do what we do. Sometimes even better than what All right. Um, and I got a question for you, Neckbeard. So, um, if you were in Vincent's and like in Vincent Man, like if you can be Vince for the day, right? And you yeah. and you read all the comments online about how WWE needs to change, how WWE is at its all time worst, which I think is the dumbest shit I read every day because the and ratings, the attendance. The kids, I never stopped with them, really bad. Yeah. So if if you were if you were Vince Neckbeard and you was reading these comments and you had the ability to change the show, right? What would you change about it? Ah man, if I had to change something on the show, man, I would probably I would probably make it show a little less long on on Monday to get a little bit longer, you know, about three hours, you know. But that's just because they got so much talent on there, you know. Yeah. It's hard to it's hard to showcase all that talent even in three hours, but I'm like that's where the ratings usually go down. Like on the third hour, like you know, like a lot of people start watching. Yeah, we're beat by them. because you know, like, I know myself, I I watch probably the first hour, hour and a half, and then I get beat. I go and I'll, I'll turn off the TV. You know? I just can't help it. You know, it just gets exhausted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you would just. And it's, it's, Another thing, there's like so many things to do in Sony Pony. It's not like, it's not like 1998 where all you had was the TV. So you had to sit in front of the wall for two hours. Now we got cell phones, we got computers, we got music, every, like it's so many things to do at once. It's hard to sit down for three hours on one thing. Exactly. So 52 weeks a year, that shit is hard. It's just hard to do that. But I will say that no one could do it like Vince does it now. No, not not a live show every every Monday for the whole entire year, man. Fifty two weeks a week. That's fifty two weeks a year, man. That's unheard of. Yeah, and a, a, a lot of things. People got to start giving credit to the WWE wrestlers themselves. Like sometimes they get the stupidest shit and they just make it work. And that's how yeah. stars are born, man. The ones who get who make shit. Who turn shit into lemonade are the ones that make it the all the stars of the company. Exactly. Like like Seth Rollins with the Messiah song. Yeah. That could have been really stupid, but he's making it work. And the buddy Murphy, they killing him. Yeah, that's what I don't understand, man, because I, I, I hear I read a lot that they're not making any new stars and all this stuff, but you literally look at the roster who's on T V on each yeah. show. It's everyone it's people that you didn't hear about two or three years ago. So <laughs> oh, what about what about this twenty four seven chance guy? Um, the one that had the match of Ricochet? Yeah. I don't know if you noticed during the match. Like, it was, it was a good back and forth match. And and the fans started chanting, who are you? Who are you? Like, to, to, to the guy, because nobody knew who he was. And I'm like, well, WWE's trying to give you a new star. Do you want him or not? Yeah. <laughs> and they're the ones that ruined, they, they ruined opportunity for them, man. 
So, yeah, it's like they got Buddy Murphy, a guy who wasn't on TV last year, right? They got what? AOP, two guys that weren't really on TV like that as well. And now you hook them up with, with Seth, and now they're on TV three or four what times a show. Yeah, so it's like you guys want new stars, or you want the new, or you want new stars that you guys want. It's like it's a big difference. And then you got Kevin Owens carrying Raw uh, as the babyface right now. And you would have never thought Kevin, about that last Kevin year. Kevin Owens is killing it right now, man. You I really, feel like, like people need to understand when you say Raw is trash, you're basically saying Kevin Owens is not good at his job. Basically, saying Paul Heyman sucks at producing. Yeah. The show. I mean, it's, it's okay, just keep it on the set. It's okay to hate Vince, but why you gotta punish the people on TV for it? Yeah. You know why? Why? Why does why does Kevin Owens gotta suck just because you don't like Vince? It's okay to enjoy Raw and hate Vince. You can hate Vince all you want. You can hate him all you want. Don't blame his working for it. Don't punish his work for That's that's what I don't do. I, I know as a fan, like I know there's definitely things I don't like. Like for example, like with um. Goldberg and Fiend, man. I feel like that could have gone. I could have. They could have gone different ways about it, but I'm not like fucking shitting all over it, you know. Yeah, it's I, I, I like. I let that shit go. I'm like, all right, well, let's see where they take this shit. Now we're getting fucking Roman Reigns and Goldberg. Never seen that this shit before. The Fiend and Cena. Man, a lot of good things came out of that, and people just go automatically go and say. WWE ruined when a certain thing happens. Yeah, they don't, you know, like, they don't look at the big pictures. They look at the moment for what it is. Like, WWE is always that. is always ruined when they don't like what's given to them. Like if their if their favorite wrestler is not on TV or not the yeah, champ. This, this, this is what wrestling fans need to understand. Yes, WWE and pro wrestling is somewhat of a sport, but it's more like a TV show than than it is an actual sporting event. Yeah. So can you ima- imagine watching the TV show about five superheroes or whatever, and they never face adversity. They always beat the villains. They're never in danger. There's no obstacles for them to climb. How boring would that show be? How bland would it get? Yeah, yeah. So that, that's why, like, that's why my favorite time, one of my favorite times in WWE, of course, was when Vince McMahon was in power going against Austin, but also... The authority, like, shit like that, you need stuff like that on the show. Yeah. You Man, were... I, I missed the authority. I was telling my dad the other day, I was like, they need a, an authority figure. I mean, like, because the shit people like, want someone to hate, and the authority gives them a visual, physical being to boo and, and, and get angry at them. Yeah. Like, that's what they need. They need a fucking authority figure. So, I want to talk about two things, like, two. two big happenings in wrestling. I wouldn't say big happenings, but one is Matt Hardy released this video with the Young Bucks at the compound. Um, I don't is know that how to, what that was? Yeah. So I don't know how to feel about that because I was, I wasn't, I wasn't, I was never really a Matt Hardy fan. Um, I, I always thought Matt tried a little too hard on screen. Yeah. So especially now at a stage of his career where Matt is old, he's battered, he he's bruised. He's not the old Matt Hardy of the early two thousands, you know. Yeah, and then he's not gonna be jumping off a ladder no more. So at this point, yeah. like everyone's celebrating Matt going to AEW, and they're saying that he's gonna get creative freedom and all this other bullshit. So my thing is, I was never a fan of the whole deletion shit. Like to me, it was kind of corny. Um, mm-hmm. I try to watch it. I try to get into it. I just couldn't. I couldn't relate to it. I couldn't see like the hype behind it. 
So I guess he's picking up this broken gimmick again, and he's taking his AEW, and now he's being celebrated, and he's a messiah that we've all been missing in pro wrestling. Um, mm-hmm. How do you guys feel about Matt Hardy, and if you think he'll, he'll do anything different than he's done in the past? So we'll start off with Neckbeard. I believe Matt Hardy... I- Matt Hardy, he thinks a lot of himself, right? Yes. He, um, he's obviously very creative, and he wants to, you know, express his ideas creatively. But man, he just—he's too up there in age, and he can't really move that well anymore. You know, I don't know what he thinks he'll be able to accomplish going to AEW. That, like. He's not going to be able to do as much in AEW as he was in WWE. Like, they're going to, what, put him with the, people are saying, put him in the dark order and stuff. You know, that's great. But, like, I don't see them utilizing him as the way everyone wants, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, what, that's the problem with, like, some people going to AEW. It's just like, what do you think they're going to do with them that's different? You know, get a couple times on TV, you know, get a couple good matches, like, no, because they're always going to focus on the main people, Jericho, Moxley, mm-hmm. you know, the, so, the Elite, and MJ. So, Juan, how do you, I mean, he'll turn, sorry, sorry, he'll turn. I almost called you out there. Uh, what do you feel about Matt Hardy? Um, Matt Hardy, for me, I, I mean, he's, he's, he's okay. Yeah, he's, he's gonna, okay. He's that ass, like, you know, honestly, he's one of the best, one of the best tag team wrestlers ever. If that, if that even means anything in the wrestling world nowadays. Yeah. But, um, him going to AEW, I guess it's good because it's gonna create a good flash in the pan type buzz for that company because, you know, they need all the firepower they can get at this point. And I, I don't think people are expecting it to be this magical place where careers go to be revived, but look at Sean Spears. Look at Zach Hager. Look at Goldust. What what are they doing that's different, that's so much better than what they did in WWE? Right? Not a damn thing, man. <laughs> well, yeah, Zach Hager was, it was the AEW what he was in WWE, a glorified bodyguard. That's exactly what he is now. A glorified bodyguard with an MMA background, whereas in WWE he used an amateur wrestling background. So I don't know what's the big difference. <laughs> Shit, you hit it right on the head, man. All right, so now that's out. <laughs> Matt Hardy's all right. Um, all right, so another thing is I don't know if you guys saw the video, but there's a video it was reported by TMZ of MJF um, flipping the kid off at a meet and greet, right? So I made this whole post. All right, so you'll see it later on. So just to just to catch up to speed, it's it's some kid and his dad at a meet and greet, and they're posing with MJF, and MJF turns to the kid while he's taking the picture and flips him off. So I don't know how I feel about that because the kid is a kid. He's the kid. Has, he's I think he's about seven years old. So you don't you know you don't do that to a kid. Like regardless if that's your that's your, like he's a seven year old kid, man. Like. You, what the fuck you flipping him off for? Like, it would have been the dad I would have understood. Like, all right, he's a grown man. I thought he felt different because I thought it was bad. And then, um, but these these smarks and these AEW groupies are defending it. And they kind of defend everything MJF does when it comes to his heel work. Yeah. And, and I, a lot of stuff is a little bit... Is it? Is, he tries too hard. 
Like I think a good heel yeah. gets you mad without him just by him smiling exactly. or him walking to the ring. And a lot of the greatest heels, they're heels because of the shit they did in the ring. And they did yep. in, in interviews, not you know the shit. A, outside of you know the ring. That was a great heel moment. What's that? When the Miz won the when the Miz won the title and that girl was crying in the crowd. That's a good <laughs> that's a good heel run. That's a genuine kid reaction that you want to get. Yeah, not flipping some kid off or telling somebody's parents some some guy on Twitter that he's you're glad his grandma died. Like right. that's that's, that's this, too much. It's different than being a heel and being a state of jerk. Yeah, and then like they're like, oh, he's in character. I'm like, I'm not gonna give like you guys are in your twenties, and I'm in my in my early thirties. So I know that wrestling is not real. I know that this. I know Braun Strowman. Shout out to Braun. That's my boy. Shout out. I know Braun Strowman is not really a beast, a monster, you know. But he plays exactly. one on TV. I know the Undertaker is not really a dead man, but he plays one on TV. So if these guys are out of character, I get it. They're human beings just like the rest of us. So it doesn't give it doesn't give someone like MJF a pass because he's being a heel. Like you, you your your work stops at the ring. When you're outside of the ring, you're you. Yeah. So yeah. I don't understand why they make excuses for him. Like, oh, he's just being a heel. That's the heel we need yeah. in the business. So if you're cheering him and supporting him, then he's technically not a heel. He's a baby face. Exactly. So. I, I don't understand the excuses it makes for you're him. Just carrying, you're just carrying a guy being an asshole. That's all it is. It's, yeah, he's not really a heel. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Orton's a heel. He he fucking yeah, RKO'd. Yeah. He RKO'd Beth Phoenix. Baron yeah. Corbin is a heel. Yeah, that's another good Baron. heel. Baron yeah. Corbin, like, he can't, he don't have to flip anyone off to, get, man, he just walks out and he just tries to be the biggest dick as he can. You know, I think that's like, more like an anti anti hero villain, you know, high school bully type nigga. That's what he is to me. Yeah, like I'm not just I'm just not a fan of MJF. Um, I don't think his his heel work sort of like you know it's it's not good. It's it's kind of it's kind of like dickish. And My thing is at AEW they have so much more talent that they can bank on. Yeah, and then they're banking on MJF, which is okay. They can make their own choices. So you got a heel like MJF, who who's the baby face to dethrone him? You know what I'm saying? Who's gonna be the guy to beat the shit out of him and send the fans home happy? If the it's fans, gonna be a baby. it's gonna be him. He's the baby face. Yeah, exactly. So who do you get to 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 defeat the heel? If everybody's cheering him and everybody's like, yeah, it's great, ha ha, that's what you get for you know he's a heel and that's how he is. Like that's the dumbest shit I ever heard, man. Like you can't convince like, me. They want to be convinced that these wrestlers are real when they know they're not. That's just the part yeah. I don't understand. Yo, yeah, y'all probably gonna get mad at me for making this comparison, but it's like, um, MJF is just the type of hero, like, you know how, like, Triple H was such a cool hero that you ended up just terrifying because he's cool, and that ended up making him become a default babyface? Yep, that's. He's not at the level, but he's that type of hero. You, you get what I'm saying? Like he falls in line with those type of heroes that you that you want to root for. And those people, I consider them as baby faces because you know, like like Austin, he was so cool that they had to turn him baby face. But he was doing mad. He was sick, like turning on his partners. You know, nobody could trust him, and that that's not how baby faces act. But he, you know, he was the baby face doing he was sick. So sometimes I feel like. You know, he's just a baby face doing ill shit. However, that kid shit, that's, I don't know, I don't, I don't condone it. I don't, I don't, um, 
condemn it either. I just feel like there's much better ways to get a negative reaction out of people than going out of your way. Thank you. There's some yeah. people that are trying, you know, to get close to you as a fan. Because you can be the heel. HBK was an asshole back then. He used to ignore kids all the time. That doesn't, you know, it doesn't make you a bad guy. But when you go out of your way to make sure, like, that's just trying too hard. Yeah. There was no need for that. Yeah. It was a try-hard yeah. moment. Man, there's a kid being a dick to you, but okay, take all the middle fingers up you want. <laughs> and the kid looked shocked. The kid looked like, what? Like, he was like, I, what? I, oh, the, the picture I saw, the kid's face was very shocked at the thing. Nah, the kid, the kid... Kid looks shocked, man. Like, what the fuck did I do to you? Like, I paid money to get a picture with you, what my dad did. So it's just, it's just like, I, I don't, I don't, I've never seen a, a heel like MJF do meet and greets. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me, you know. Like, if he really wanted to be healed, he would just walk out of the meet and greet. Or they would advertise him and he not show up. Like that, that, that would have been dope. Like, yeah, let's do like that. Like. Get, get the money from the people and then just not show up and don't give them a refund. Yeah, that, that's great. He'll work. Because <laughs> right there, you're fucking with adults. Now, you get them to turn on you. That's the real crowd you want to, you know, that you want to hate you. That's yeah. a little seven-year-old. What the fuck is a seven-year-old going to do? Ooh, you so cool. You make seven-year-old cry. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I would have heard of a guy that makes seven-year-old cry. <laughs> I think it would have been genius if they, like, had advertised MJF to be a yeah. green, and then MJF be like, nah, I don't feel like it. And then instead, you have, like, fucking, like, Warlow or someone fucking come in inside the oh, archive right. for it so you don't feel like being there. Yeah. That shit would have been and is, is, Another thing that I find funny is MJF is a hue and shit. Yeah, Cody Rhodes is, like, begging to, like, fight this nigga. Why? What does MJF have that you have to fight with? <laughs> I never understood that. Yeah, I, I, Cody, Cody, I think uh, Cody's trying to book himself into like the greatest wrestler of all time in his own company. <laughs> like, which, which, which I understand because I would be too if I had, you know. Yeah, but then you got to share that company with like 50 other wrestlers who want to be the top guy in the company. Like, so it's like Cody's booking himself at the top. At the at the very top, and then you got Neville, who people were saying wasn't getting his 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 he wasn't getting his fair share of credit in WWE wrestling the second or third match of the pay per view. Like uh-huh. it, it, does, it doesn't make sense, you know. It, I don't I don't I don't understand he's, it. He's, he's looking out for his buddies right now, and he's doing it right now what everyone hated Triple H for back then. He's looking out for his buddies. All his buddies are well positioned in the company. And they got health care while everybody else don't. And, <laughs> and, every, and everybody else is spending for themselves, still taking odd jobs here and there. Yeah. Even, I, even, even Dean Ambrose is doing a show outside of AEW. He's the fucking champ. It's crazy. And then, God forbid, he doing this show, he gets injured. Then you got an injured world champ who can't defend the title. Right. Yep. It's like, you get injured doing, like, these crazy matches in fucking Japan. It's like... You're gonna have to take the title right off him, you know. Mm-hmm. Like my, my thing is just like accidents happen. You rather them happen in your backyard than somebody else's. Yeah, because you can book it. You can book it like, oh, this guy suffered an injury. Like, how are you gonna, 
How you gonna tell the AEW audience that yeah, our world champ wasn't wrestling for like 120 people and injured himself? Now he's out for eight months. Right, and the match that didn't even matter. Yeah, because wins and losses matter, but that match wouldn't have mattered because it wasn't in their company. And Dean Ambrose already got like, I mean, Mox they have like three matches that aren't even, they don't even count for his record already. Yo, this is, this is. The, two, the, the unsanctioned match with Zoe and the one with Kenny Omega, that's two. Where the hell? They already got two. Where's Joey Janela at? Oh, I think he complained once about his position and we never heard from him again. Yeah, what's Sonny Kiss at? Huh? Yeah. So many people that are on that card that people were excited to be at AEW are never on the show. <laughs> oh no, but you gotta watch. You gotta watch YouTube though. Come on, man. Don't say that. You gotta watch. You gotta watch. Or you want to see your favorite guy? Watch him on YouTube. And those those are the same people that complain and be like. Oh, Sarah Logan, this is even on Raw. And then when you tell them, oh, yeah, but they're on main event. And they'd be like, oh, but who the hell's gonna watch main event? Exactly. Who the hell's gonna watch YouTube? <laughs> what the fuck? Yo, this is, this is like, 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 I've never, like, I've been watching wrestling since I was a kid, man. And this is like, oh, I don't know because I'm an adult now. And I'm like, when I was, I was a kid before. But like, watching this fan base, this shit gives me a headache, man. Like, yeah, it really does. It, it's so, it's very, it's very, like, it's like that <laughs> Spider-Man meme. Like, we're both pointing at each other. It's like, oh, no, your show sucks. No, my show sucks. It's like, oh, shit, man. Like, yo, it's, it's like, insane. Like, I, I'm going to speak on it. Wrestling more than wrestling yo, there was this guy who kept commenting on all my stuff, right? This was happening, like, the last two days. So, I think I, I said something about AEW like I always do, right? So, I'm yeah. learning. I'm learning that when I see certain comments, I don't respond to them because I already know what they're trying to do. Especially they got one follower. Well, they got zero, zero, zero in their profile. So this dude <laughs> just starts inboxing me random shit. Like, yo, I'm going to get you. Yeah. I'm going to kill you. Um, I'm going to rape your wife. I'm going to do this. Damn, over All because I said, all because I made a, a joke about Cody's fucking dumbass Transformer tattoo on his neck. <laughs> so, so this dude, yeah. this dude flew into a rage. Like, I'm like, yo, this shit is, 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 is crazy, man. Like, and then these, these guys hide behind anime profile pictures. How insecure do you have to be with yourself that you have to defend another man's neck tattoo? That's not even a word. You need to make death comments about it. Yo, that's, the tattoo's horrible. Like, <laughs> I saw the tattoo. You know, you know what's funny? You know what's funny, bro, that I'm, I'm thinking about? You know, you know how me and you be posting, like, mad shit about AEW or whatever? Yeah. And then, and then you see the fans commenting to defend it. Yeah. I'm back. I'm willing to bet that if, like, Cody or whatever actually read those comment sections, they laugh more at the fans, like, jumping at their throats than, you know, your actual comments. And I, I do be laughing at that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Cody... The don't take it seriously. Like, not all of them take this shit to heart the way you do, bro. Like, the way these fans be doing. Yeah, and man. Like, right? I'm pretty sure Remember, Cody don't see them shit. The other company. That what? The wrestlers in real life, they're friends with, they hang out with the people in the other company. You know? They're not exactly. like, they don't, they're not exactly. acting like, you know, like, they're not really trying to act each other, bro. This is like competition. It's not, like, I it's not like, like Ty Dillinger yeah. always hanging out with people like from WWE all the time. 
That's crazy. That's what that was like. The dude's never on TV, and people were hyped about being AEW. Sean Spears. I think some of these fans want the wrestlers to have the same anger towards WWE that they have. So they, they pump it like, oh yeah, it's Tyson injured, right? Right? Though Adam, like, at least he was, at least he went to a better company. Like, he don't give a fuck if you, if you, he don't care. Like, he's making money. Like, like, like that's like the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Like, wrestling fans act like wrestlers are here for the work and for the passion of wrestling. I, I'll say, yeah, some of them, but most of them are there to get paid. Most exactly. of them, they, they get. And they, they, there's nothing wrong with either way. Whatever you do it for, as long as you're good at it, it doesn't matter why you do it. This is why a lot of people... There's a lot of hate towards Brock Lesnar, because Brock Lesnar's just there to look at chess, bro. Yeah. Yeah, like, he, he goes there, he will suplex Rick Shane, come out, walks out with a million dollars, you know? Like, yeah. Like, the... Now, but when Brock is asked to put someone over, he goes above and beyond. Yo, Brock's work yeah. at the Rumble was crazy. Like that was like top top notch Brock work at the Rumble. Yeah, like, that was that was one of my favorite. Like, that. His his reactions to each person coming into the ring, like you can tell he was he was having fun. Yep, dancing to MVP, theme song when he's coming out, shit. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, dancing to Keith Lee. Who's this? Who's this big sucker? The like, dude, the dude's yeah. having fun, man. Like I don't like Brock is not. A serial, he Brock is not like who Brock is on TV. Like he plays a character, so when people are like, oh yeah, you know, he, he smiled. I'm like, okay, man, he he can smile. <laughs> like, right, Brock can smile. Like he's not, he's just. This is all TV, man. It's all entertainment. So right, it's not real. It's not real. People tend to forget that these people are actual human beings. You know, like you know, they they think they all they care about is just like what happens on TV, you know? Like, no, they, like, go home. They have a whole fucking life for their own, you know? Yep. And another, yeah, um, did, you, did you guys watch the last one? And I think, um, um, another, another thing I've been noticing is wrestlers are trolling the fans. Like, wrestlers are put, I'm having a bad day. I can't wait to get out of here. I think Nakamura wrote something like that. Like, oh, I'm, um, something, something to the extent about him wanting to leave or be free, and literally yeah, everybody jumped. Everybody jumped like, "Oh yeah, he's un- he's unhappy. He wants to go to AEW." Like, bro, like, what if he was? What if he wanted to be free from the airplane he was in, or what if he was like taking a shit and he wants to be free from the bathroom? Like, who, like, who are we to assume that he's unhappy in his in his role in WWE? Well, here, here, here's another thing we gotta understand.
Yeah. Exactly. The crazy. Another thing that Daniel Bryan wasn't even on that Raw that night. Everyone was chanting yes. Yeah. You know? Yep. Yeah. I take a little bit of failure to make some success in that company. You know? Exactly. And another thing, when people see that WWE pushes someone easily, they usually reject them anyway. Like, oh, you're educated to them. You're not making them work. And, you know, guys like Danny Bryan, they feel they earned it because only because they went through those kind of trials like that. Like, it makes you feel like a character earned it more than when they just had it. Yeah. Kofi fighting would have felt so much more special because it felt like you worked to get that. Who, who? Are they worthy enough of you caring for them if they're facing obstacles? Who was? If you don't have, if you don't have the face to sit through a storyline, then why should Vince invest in? Yeah. Question. Speaking about Roman and Goldberg, right? Wasn't yeah. Roman the last guy in the in, in the Royal Rumble with Drew? Yeah, he was the runner up. So wouldn't yeah. he be the runner up for the, the the title that that it doesn't have a challenger? Usually, that's usually how it works. If there, if there isn't already a storyline, yeah, that's how it works. So I don't understand why people are saying that Roman skipped the line. <laughs> like, that's what's been going on for years now, right? Because it's Roman, bro. Like, they yeah. And yeah, nobody likes Roman. Roman. Just tell them now. Roman, you know? But when Finn Balor did it, it was okay. Yeah, it was, right? It was, it was perfect. It was great. All right, so another thing I read online was um, AEW doesn't have a wellness policy. So that means all the wrestlers don't get tested for drugs. They don't get tested for steroids. Um, do you think that's good or that's bad? Because I know Vince takes the wellness policy very serious. He's even suspended Roman for violating it. So do you think that that's a like? How do you feel about AEW not having a wellness policy and there's and there's talent doing whatever they want to do? I will. I will say that. I'm uh, sorry, but if WWE is willing to suspend their stars for the good of the everyone because you know they want their wrestlers to be healthy and stuff so they'll be willing to suspend like Samoa Joe and Roman Reigns for getting into something they're not supposed to AEW can't afford that AEW don't got no big stars you know what I'm saying like then someone like Jericho or someone can suspend yeah, that. that's a big name on their show yeah that's true yeah, I like that. that's a good one but uh, my, my, my thing with, with the wellness and another thing is, like like you said, they don't have many stars. It's a, it's a lot of things that you can take that'll make you test positive. So, like, imagine losing Jericho on a technicality, you know? Yeah. Or John Bob, I think, for a technicality. It's not like WWE, when if, if they lose Kevin Owens, they can throw Samoa Joe in there. Or if they lose Samoa Joe, they can throw Drew McIntyre, you know? AEW is still trying to build, apparently, because they still need guys like Moxie and Jericho and Champ. So that means that they don't have any stars that they can rely on of their own yet. So basically, AEW doesn't have any stars then. <laughs> they they, they got to rely on two two guys from WWE. I mean, yeah, they're they're not gonna admit it. They're gonna try to spin it into a way of like, well, yeah, we just got here, good second and third. I'm like, okay, the name AEW just got here, but the wrestlers in AEW been around for years. 
And all of your hardcore fans already know who they are. Except for like maybe one or two that you bring out. Yeah. But for the most part, everybody knows who Adam Page was. Everyone knew Neville. Everyone, everyone already knew other people. It's not like Dean and Derek were the only two known people. Well, now when, when I'm not gonna call him John, I'm, I'm, his mother called him Dean, so I'm gonna call him Dean Ambrose. So, well, I was calling him Dean earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, the name John Moxley, <laughs> the name John Moxley sounds like one of those action star heroes from like those ninety nine cent DVD bins. Dean Ambrose sounds cool. Dean Ambrose was in the movie, so I'm gonna call him Dean Ambrose. So, yeah, I, I said uh, one of my recent Instagram posts after. Because they, they, it makes it sound cool, like oh yeah, I knew him before uh, everybody else knew him. You know that's that. And now, now that now that WWE fans get to do that, they all angry about it. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know that was their thing. Hey, we always we get to know guys before we see them on TV. Yeah. That's our exclusive right, not yours. Yeah, <laughs> like he was my wrestler first. You guys are just casuals. Yeah. I knew him first. I was there when he was born. <laughs> So, all right. So after after Ambrose loses the title, I mean, who do you think is up next? It gotta be Neville. Another WWE star, huh? I think I think that's the only guy. I think that's the one guy Moxley would want to put over. If they really, if they really wanted to like stick it to like WWE and WWE's creative process, they would have made the they would, huh? They would have made Sean Spears a champ, the very first champ when he got there. Man. Or they would they would have made Neville. And you know what's funny? You don't make Chris Jericho the champ right off the bat. You give it to somebody who you can be like, you see, you didn't have faith in him, but we did. So here you go. You know what's funny that, that you mentioned that? About having faith and sticking it to the whole company they came from? Yeah. Isn't that exactly what Vince McMahon did with Chris Jericho when he got him from WCW? Yeah. And had him be the Stone Cold and the Rock on the same night? Yep. Yep. He, he took that crazy chance of giving that guy, the crazy guy from WCW that used to throw tantrums, and made him beat two of the hottest guys in the company ever on the same night. Just to say, fuck you, Eric. I can make this guy a star, and you can. Yep. So, like... Like you said, you made a, actually a really good valid point earlier that AEW is, is new, but not the wrestlers there. So they can't say, oh, well, you need a, a, a star to, to lead the company as a champ. When, you know, like, like you said, everybody who watches AEW knows who Kenny Omega is. They know who's, mm-hmm. who's um, Neville. They yep. know who all these other guys are. So why would it matter to the casuals? Because they're not, they're not appealing to casuals. They're pinned right. to the to the hardcore yeah. fans. So why not make the guy the hardcore fans wanted to see get the limelight? Why not give him the title? Which should have been especially, like, should have been Neville. Especially when they're saying that they're trying to 
change the game. They're not changing the game. They're just playing it with different players. Yeah. They, same control, the same story, same, same formula, same storyline. You know, you got to go with the famous guys. You know, if you really wanted to change the game, if you wanted to do things different, you would have took a chance on the how to pay right, right off the bat. Yeah. What is, you, it should have been Sean Spears and Neville in, in the finals of the AEW title tournament. Not Jericho. Yeah, like, like I'm, I'm not knocking the decision to choose Jericho. I'm just saying if you're going to claim to be different and you're not going to do anything the way WWE did it, why are you taking their formula? You know, go the total, go all in, like you said. You know, you want to get next year tattoos and all this and that to show your fans are really into this. So do it. Don't just talk about it and and cry in your promos and think that that's going to be enough to fool us. Like, come on, you got to do more, bro. Um, question. I don't really keep up with New Japan, right? But who was was Jericho New Japan heavyweight champion at one point? Um, I don't no. know. So what no. title was he holding? Uh, Intercontinental. So they made the Intercontinental champion in Japan come over to AEW, and they gave him the belt too. Jesus Christ! I need Jericho's pull. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I need Jericho's pull. Like, how you go from one company to another, and then you're champ? And then before in his last run, he was United States champion in WWE, right? Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ. That's no, but, crazy. You know, he, he wants more and more. You know. Yeah, that's crazy. So, so you give your 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 world title. To a guy. In other words, because Jericho doesn't mind, quote unquote, putting other people over, as long as he's the champion. He don't want to do it as a mid carder like he was in WWE. Yeah, Jericho loves the he, he loves uh, the spotlight. Yeah, and, and it's, I, I just I just want the fact that it's just safe instead of hiding behind. Oh, I want freedom, this that in the bag. Like, come on, just just say it. But do you really think these guys are like? Do you think everybody on the roster where is getting that freedom, or is just certain guys? Certain guys. I think I think Zach Evans tweeted something about the handcuffs are already on at AW. Hmm. Yeah, I'm Steffi. Steffi. I saw it on Steffi. She showed it on. It's not just Steffi. She she's like a one man. Like I'm sorry, she's a one woman army, yo. She goes at everybody by herself. Call of Duty. Yeah, she holds it down. Steffi holds it down, man. <laughs> Steffi, she's she she comes in with her slick, petty comments and she shuts people down. Shout out to Steffi. Right. It, it can be petty niggas trying to argue with her. Damn. Yep, Steffi, Steffi, she's she's one of the best out there. But yeah, man, it's like I don't know, man. So it's just hmm, crazy. So, is there uh, anything you guys want to talk about besides? Um... Yeah, uh, I actually have a, a story I want to share. Oh, let's go. go. Ahead, of about AEW fans, I got to know like a little bit in real life. Um, so my best friend, uh, she started dating this guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and he uh, went on to claim that he was a pro wrestler. <laughs> Mind you, this guy is he's 18, still in high school. And he's not the most athletic-looking guy. He's pretty pudgy, school-shooter-looking kind. Um, school-shooter-looking kind? <laughs> oh, shit. And he wants to go on and say he wrestles for AEW. <laughs> 
this guy's a big AEW fan. Mm. And he tried to say he wrestled for AEW's quote unquote developmental program. Wow. Yeah, and he went on to say that he wrestled. Um, uh, I talked to him for a little bit. I was talking about Matt Riddle. And he went to say, oh, I wrestled Matt Riddle before. I was like, oh, where? He was just like, oh, you know. And he was like, that's some place. And I was just like, man, you're only 18. That don't make no sense. Cause he's been in uh, WWE for like the past few years. Yeah. And then like he starts saying things like how AEW wants him to team up with uh, Joey Janela. How they want to make him a big star. I was just like, yeah, yeah, you're staying at home buying Revolution and you're still in high school. That's not the only thing. You can also talk about say he did a band and he got on tour and shit. Luckily, my friend stumped him because he became the biggest, the most clingy asshole in the world after a few weeks. But man, this guy, he was a character. He tried to pull that off me. And he didn't even know I was a wrestling fan. He tried saying that shit. And <laughs> once I told her all that, she was like, huh. Yeah, none of that makes sense. He doesn't have any, he didn't have any pictures or anything. Man, I was like, are all AEW kids, like, around his age like this? Like, 99% are, man, trust me. Yeah, yeah. I was like, are all the bunch of clowns? Yo, AW fans, man, they 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 are a different breed, yo. They are a yep. different breed, yep. and they're not from this planet, man. And that's the sad part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sad. Yo, I just want to talk about one one thing. Also, uh, remember remember how during the Bobby Bobby and Lana Russo storyline, how WWE was getting like twenty four seven coverage from all these quote unquote wrestling journalists and yeah. more like. They have selective memory when it comes to certain things. Yeah, like these guys are doing actual spots. Like, remember they did the upside down head slapping yeah. on ball. I don't why. I feel, I feel like the reason why like good wrestling gets lost in WWE because people only watch it to find the negative shit to bitch about. Yeah. The what bad thing can they focus on so they can go on a two-hour rant on YouTube, make a few dollars off of McMahon's name, and then look cool in front of their buddies while ignoring all the good stuff that happens. Yep. You speaking gospel. And then, they, and then they call us the bad guys because you choose not to cry on, on Instagram about the bad stuff. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. They say we're, quote, unquote, a part of the problem. Like, no, we just have our own separate opinions from you. Yeah. We're not like we're not a little girl. I was seeing a lot of that. Like, yeah. Just a lot of you're a part of the problem shit. And I'm just like, y'all need to, y'all need to grow the fuck up. 
Yo, because people think that that's over for Bray. No. He's proven time and time again that no matter how bad of a loss he takes, he'll find a way to come back and reinvent himself and still get the thing. He's not a character that needs a title. So basically, he can say, "Oh, I let Goldberg out. Like I don't really care about the title, so I wasn't really fighting that hard." So Shane doesn't have any grudges with Goldberg, so therefore he didn't really care. However, however, Bray has beef with Cena because Cena beat him at WrestleMania. He beat him at Payback, and even though they even want to go bury the live match, I don't think he won against them. Yeah, something like that. Oh, last match, uh, last match, Stanley, where he buried him in like a coffin or some shit, or the some equipment there. So like he has legitimate beef, like she was quote unquote traumatized break. So that gives the scene the reason to want revenge. Yep. See, you yeah. get it. You get it. So I just want to. He had no quarrel with Goldberg, and that's why he didn't go. No, but you know, WWE doesn't have WWE doesn't have long term storytelling though. So you know, they 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 won't look at it that way. So before, because Thomas Thomas wrapping up. I didn't even know it. Almost an hour is going by. Oh shit! Yeah, so it's, it's insane. I thought it was. So before we let go, before uh, and if you guys want to just shout your pages out, you know, before and say anything you want to say, before we sign off. Um. Well, I would like people to come and uh, follow my page. You know, like I try to spread a little bit of love. I try to make people laugh a little bit on mine. Um and. I like I like talking about wrestling and uh, just the WWE Netbeard. Now uh, check it out. Mean a lot. On Instagram, right? On Instagram, yeah. You got it. You got it. He'll tell you. Already know what to do. Yeah, man. Just you know, look, look for me on Instagram, man. On that dude that posted, you'll find me. Yes, sir. So. Yo, it was great having you guys. I didn't. I forgot I was even recording for a podcast because the time literally flew by. Yeah, this was fun, man. So, <laughs> shout outs to Neckbeard for being a guest on the show. Shout outs to Hillturn for being almost yeah, a regular sir. on the show because at this point, great time, a lot of fun. He's like almost a regular on the show. So, um, just want to sign yeah, off. Yeah, to be back, man. It's been a while. It's been a while. I know, <laughs> man. I'm trying to get Steffi on next, so it's it's a battle because she's on the other side of the planet. So hopefully I'll get her on soon enough. But yo, thank you fellas for joining me. Spurring Smog signing off with Hilton and WWE Neckbeard. Yeah.